You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. Get up. Woo! Get on the floor. <laughs> my <laughs> girls, my girls, living on the dance floor. What's up? I'm a big dork. Hey, everybody. It's Giselle Ugardi here with AfterBuzz TV. Bing is for doing. And our usual boys are out this evening on gigs, but that's okay because I have some great company with me tonight. To my left, I have Mr. Ricky Palomino from Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. Hello, Giselle. So nice to be back. And Thank you, for having me. you might not know him yet from Dance Moms, but he will be on later this season, Mr. Nick Anthony, choreographer extraordinaire. Thank you so much for being here, for joining me tonight for your favorite Dance Moms recap. Um, before we get started, I want to remind you to please make sure that you check us out on iTunes. Rate us, hopefully, five stars. Subscribe. And also, YouTube, like us. Subscribe there as well. And if you're watching right now, uh, Miss Marissa is there in the chat room and also holding it down tonight. As always. As Hello. always. And if you want to join Marissa. the live conversation. Hi, Hi baby. If you want to join the live conversation, you can give us a call at 424-256-1633. We are in Studio B today with these lovely new microphones, this beautiful new table. So sweet. Love it feels it. fabulous. We're very well lit in here. I know. We're very well lit. Hopefully, you know, we look good over there for you guys. <laughs> All right. Let's get started with the pyramid. All right. So. Dramatic pyramid. Um, Sophia is at the top. Which she was nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Sophia apparently was in L.A. shooting a movie. A movie. Absolutely. And it was excused. It was excused. Um, <laughs> Abby always talks about, you know, prepping her dancers to become more than just dancers and actually getting into the industry. And now she has the dancers that are doing that. Maddie last season was, what, Drop Dead Diva, was it? She was, yeah. She, and Abby was as well. She made a little cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the girls are doing great. But what do we think about the fact that Abby's all all of a sudden being so possessive over Sophia when she didn't even train Sophia? She just all of a sudden joined the team. You know, I think she's been in the business long enough to know that, you know, there are kids that do come in and sometimes are better than the other dancers. But she's probably, I don't know, maybe putting more attention on Sophia just to, like, get the other girls to you know, perk up a little bit more, get on their legs a little bit more. I don't know. How do you feel in it? I mean, that's definitely one thing for sure. I think a lot of times, too, when you find a new talent, you kind of want to be the one that kind of... the stamp of the put, name yeah, on there? Yeah, exactly. Kind of drives them forward further and makes them better, and you leave your name with them versus their previous teacher. And if Sophia's that good, then it's already kind of 
in her pocket, so well, maybe, to speak, if she keeps her up. Maybe Abby's lucking out a little bit. Um, next on the period, well, pyramid. I always say that. I always <laughs> really? say by accident. I always say period. Okay, pyramid. <laughs> we had Chloe on the bottom. Uh, well, we had Chloe on the bottom, but first we had Kendall, who was on the second tier. Oh, got you, got you. Yes. She's improved immensely. So much. She's getting so tall. I know, but she's so pretty. She is so pretty. Maddie was on the second tier as well, and Maddie is never on the second tier. She's always. Mm. Almost always on top. Yes, what's going on there? What did we think about Abby making fun of her hairdo? Saying that she was wearing the Sophia hairdo. She called her out. Abby called her Can out. Can you really call that the Sophia hairdo, though? It's a bun, for does, goodness does sake. Does Sophia like, wear it every episode? I mean, yeah, but come on, guys. It's the dance world. How often do girls wear buns? Um, I've seen a lot of buns, but not a bun with a braid around it. That's a sig- a, that's a signature bun right there. Top of the head, like in the center. Absolutely, back, I've seen like Maddie ballet, a little like bit nice messy in past back. episodes. All right, um, but now for maybe every episode, maybe we'll get a Princess Leia next She's week. She's very put together. I don't know. I don't know. Bottom tier, we had Mackenzie, Nia, Chloe, and Paige. And I thought it was interesting that she decides that Mackenzie's. At the beginning, at least, she said this, that Mackenzie wasn't going to be in the group, and Brooke wasn't going to be in the group. Yep. A little unfair. Well, um, the whole whole thing was, you know, Mackenzie was supposed to set up the prop of the red carpet last week, and had a little bit of a malfunction, and got reprimanded for that. We actually did get a tweet from, I believe, it's Marishka, sorry if I butcher your name, but I am listening, I'm reading my tweets, Rishka11, and she wanted to know, how do you feel about Abby's comments towards Mackenzie and the carpet? Was she being too harsh? Uh... I think she was a little hard to say she can't compete that next weekend. Maybe, like, say something more along the lines of, you know, okay, you're going to compete, but you're going to be in the back of this number. Or yeah. you might not be on stage as long. You know, you have to kind of prove yourself over again. But to completely say you're out, I, mean, I thought that was a little yeah. bit much. But was she pushing Mackenzie out to bring in Sophia? But Sophia wasn't so. even there. Because Brooke, yeah. was, Brooke was back. They could have worked around it, yeah. I thought. I mean... Well, also, I want to know, how many, how many like, run-throughs did they have to for Mackenzie to try setting never. up? Absolutely. And she looked so cute. She looked so adorable. I mean, so Abby adorable. even admitted, you know, had she not been cute doing it, but she was cute. And people thought that it was funny. Like, here's this little girl trying to set up this red carpet at the beginning of the number, and... Everyone, she just kind of made a little kissy face, like the oopsie. Yep. And Abby Come actually on, was Abby. right. She was right, though. If the judges were timing from the point that Mackenzie walked on stage to the end of the piece, they would have been over time and probably would have been disqualified. That's true. Okay, if you had to choose whether to leave Mackenzie out of a dance or Brooke out of a dance, who would you leave out? I would I would take... Ugh. I would say it depends on what I'd, style dance. Or work ethic. I'd say work ethic. But who would you pick if you had to pick? Mackenzie. Gun to your head. Mackenzie. You You leave Mackenzie out. Oh, no. I'd leave Mackenzie in. Oh, okay. She's the little one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I would probably keep her, too. Yeah. Just because I didn't really get to see Brooke dance this week, either, so I don't have anything to compare it to. Well, I I have to say that I agree with you guys. I also thought it was really interesting that Brooke didn't get... and She didn't end up getting put into this group dance, but she said, I'm happy not competing. Like, she didn't seem like she had a problem with it at all. And she that's why I would leave her she out. She wasn't moping. And then... I didn't even think of that. We were, we were also wondering, because last week, actually, um, Brooke was not in the number. But usually, Abby has the entire team travel with everyone, even yep. if they're not competing, just to watch and support. And Brooke wasn't there, and we didn't understand why. 
I don't know if this is one week later, if this is two weeks later when we see this new episode, uh-huh. but apparently Brooke missed out on a rehearsal, and it was because she was at a friend's house. That, to me, just doesn't even seem realistic. Like, I don't even see how that could fly at the Abby Lee Dance Company. How does, yeah. how does a parent even call and say... Hi, my daughter's not coming to dance. She's at a friend's house. Or do you not even say Yeah, and weren't they working on, like, a group project? It was, like, a school project. A group number. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All I know, though, is that the work ethic has been a little bit inconsistent on Brooke's end. Completely. And that's why I would keep Mackenzie. Mackenzie is getting better and better, and let alone she wasn't in in the group piece this week. But, I mean, that solo only, like, let her shine a little bit more, don't you think? I, I mean... I, I agree with you, and I think she's so cute. But didn't she end up getting put back into the number? Or am I making that up? They all look she the was same. She a swing. I don't think she actually competed, nope, though. No, she, right. she didn't get to get in there. Right. Okay. Ah. Well, this week they are going to Greensboro, North Carolina, for the Dance Troupe Challenge. This is a competition that they have been to before. Uh, they reminded us with a little video montage that this is where Kelly called Abby a whore. Yes. <laughs> the big blow-up. The big blow-up. Um, And someone else blew up this week, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, Solos go to Paige and to Mackenzie. This is Paige's first solo of the season. And then for a duet, Maddie and Kendall get set up together. Yes. Do you guys feel that this was a downgrade for Maddie? I mean, I thought they looked pretty good on stage together myself. I thought they were a pretty good match. I couldn't really tell too much of a level difference. They looked tremendous together. They worked tremendous together. Even them prepping each other and, like, their little motivational talks with each other. That was cute. So cute. So, so adorable. Now, would the game have been different if you had Maddie and Sophia to go together? Yeah. I think, How so? You know... I think that I never really saw the duet per se as a downgrade for Maddie. I think I saw it more as an upgrade for Kendall. Absolutely. Because I, especially after seeing them together and yep. seeing Kendall keep up with Maddie, mm-hmm. I do feel like she's improved a lot. Absolutely. And that if anything, that they are more on a level playing field. Yep. At the same time, I could also see a really good combination coming out of Maddie and Sophia. Sophia yeah. Because I could see, to- I totally could see Sophia pushing Maddie a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? To go a little bit further. A little more. Just a little bit. A couple more pirouettes. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't hurt anybody. Wouldn't hurt anybody. And then but the... Pa- what? Go ahead. Oh, but I was going to say, but Paige is solo. Oh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, but guess, guess, the, guess, Then we have the group dance, which is Voyage Home. Voyage Home. Which I loved how Holly <laughs> pointed out. She's like, I don't understand how anyone immigrates home. How does that? She's like, it's not about it's not about where they're going. It's about the journey. <laughs> the way that yeah. Abby was describing how the kids should be feeling and what they should be doing, I was I was laughing pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, for the pieces that she puts out, they're usually a little bit more ahead of the children's time. Yeah. But she ultimately sends a good message out. I feel like she tries to. She tries to. Sometimes her messages aren't very clear. They're not very clear. Yeah. Because, um, okay, let's be real. I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit. We're going to talk about it more. But, yeah. you know, based on the choreography, could you tell what the message was? You're right. <laughs> Giselle, you got me. You got me. I actually no. Because right. the costumes were great. The makeups were great. The emotion was there. Could I tell you the story? No. Nah, gotcha. All right, you want me <laughs> it, over. It could have been like ghost children of immigrants. Gotcha. Lost thing, in the, the first ocean. first thing I thought of was Prince of Egypt. When they've got, like, the things on their yeah. heads and they're all dirty, walking through, like, the sand. 
<laughs> it could have been about slavery. It was black yeah. and white. Very true. That's yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> if you're if you're watching with us, or if you're watching not live but on YouTube, or if you're listening on iTunes, let us know what you thought of the numbers this week. Make sure you leave comments, join the conversation. There are always people interacting, and also I'm live tweeting. So if you see me looking at my phone, I'm not texting. I'm looking at your tweets because I love you. <laughs> um, and if there's anything that you think we can improve on with the show, let us know. Leave it in comments and tell your friends about it because awesome. I don't know, Marissa. <laughs> Do I need to give a reason? <laughs> let, let the show speak for itself? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Okay, moving on. Um, you know, we can't have dance moms. Yeah, there's there's a lot of dance, but it's, it is about the moms. Absolutely. And there's always got to be a little mama drama. Oh, it's it makes the show. <laughs> it makes the show go round. What was up with Jill this, this week? I loved Jill. It was Melissa who freaked me out. Let's talk about some of these reactions. Let's talk about... Okay, let's about go um, how the moms reacted to the assignments for this week. Okay, perfect. So, the duo. The duet. Yeah. Kendall and Maddie. Mm -hmm. So, I guess it starts when Abby goes into the store. Melissa's working in the store. Well, before that, because all the moms were up on their little yes, peanut gallery, right. as we call it. <laughs> you're right. And they're like, oh, uh, Jill actually kind of was the one who was stirring the pot with Melissa. She's like, what do you think about about the duet? Aren't you a little sad that Maddie doesn't have a solo? Actually, maybe our caller can help us. It looks like we have a caller. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Who's calling? Um, Cindy Brown. Hi. How I'm are you? From, I'm from I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Very very cool. So Hello, Cindy. Hi, Ricky. And actually, I'm a real dance mom and go to the Abby Lee Miller Dance Studio. You do? Well, actually, my daughter does, but I'm a dance mom that goes there as well. Wait, wait, wait Cindy, weren't you on, on uh, Dance Moms a couple episodes back? I just was. I, I was the one that actually was in the yellow shirt that told Leslie to shut it. Oh, my ah. <laughs> How did you feel, you like, as all that many, was going on? I am saying, I'm signing so many autographs right now because of that. It's ridiculous. Are you serious? Well, I love that you're calling in. What a lovely surprise. So well, My daughter is here, too, and she actually dances at, at Abby Lee. Hi. Hi. So tell us a little bit about your experience at Abby Lee. How does it even compare to what we as viewers see on television? Because you know, and I'm sure that you probably get this question all the time, is Abby really the way that she is on television? And the answer is she's about 10 times worse. <laughs> That's what I heard. Ah. Okay, how, is, how, do you, how would you say that she's worse? Um, they always tell her whenever the cameras are around to tone it down because she gets a little bit crazier. But before, like, we go on or after we get off stage, how she goes up to them and is hugging them, yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> wow. So then why do you continue to go to the Abby Lee Dance Company then? Because she's amazing. She pushes you really, really, really hard. How old are you? She gets, I'm 17 years old. Okay. I assist Ricky sometimes, too. She oh, absolutely does. I know this Liz Rom. Well, I'm so <laughs> glad that you that you called in. So as a dance mom, you know, how, are the moms as crazy as they look like they are on television? 
Well, I have to tell you that I kind of disagree with my daughter on the whole thing because I feel like Abby's not as bad in real life. Uh-huh. I feel like if you pay your, if you pay your bill, um, you know, my daughter's a good dancer, so she's in all the numbers. I don't have any problems, so I have no issues with Abby. I, I'm not one of the moms that walks into class and starts yelling at her. Um, that being said, though, like, it's kind of funny because Jill, who you were just talking about, uh-huh. we actually were at the other studio before with Jill. So we followed Jill for, like, okay. six years. Okay. It's not funny. Small world. I have to ask you, one thing that we talk about a lot on this show is how a lot of the moms and a lot of the students have very long commutes to go to Abby Lee. Um, is that typical yeah. of the student? You know, like, do you know of someone who has an especially long commute and they're there all the time? It would be us. We drive over an hour to get to the studio. Okay. We actually wow. live, like, about five minutes from about, like, four different studios. And we literally drive over an hour to get there. Like tonight, it was snowing. We're driving home in the snow. But you go there because Abby not only has really, really good teachers that teach there, but also um, she does know people. She knows a lot of people in the dance world. And if you're serious about wanting to be a dancer, that's where you go in this area. And people come from a lot of places. And she's produced a lot of amazing dancers, right? I mean, well, actually, her most recent one was a, a John Michael Fermera, who just graduated. He's on um, Bad Boys of Dance now, year. isn't he? He was already a Rockette this summer. Um, well, he wasn't a Rockette. He was, like, on the... Was, was, my daughter's laughing at me. <laughs> the Radio <laughs> City Music Tour. The Tennessee. Right. But anyway, he just got a job with Newsies. He's, oh, um, wow. So now he's on Newsies? He's a, That's great. I just saw that show. Great. Okay, so this kid just graduated as a senior in May, went and did Radio City, toured a little bit. Then he did uh, Bad Boys of Dance, Rock the Ballet with Rasa Thomas, which they're in Vienna, Austria right now. And now he's switching Crazy. because he just got Newsies, probably re- replacing Ryan Steele. I'm going to assume. That's amazing. That's why they go to Abby's. So, is your yeah. daughter going to go to school now? Is she going to pursue dance full-time? How are you thinking all of the investments into dance is going to pay off for your daughter? Well, it's really up to Ricky and Abby. <laughs> yes, I love Her that Her life answer. is in your hands. Uh-oh. Liz, Liz's no next pressure. job is um, assisting me over in Italy. And that's an in March coming up. going to be a great time. One last question, and then I'm going to have to let you go. So as a dance mom, you know, your daughter's 17 now. Are you still expected to go to every practice, or is that just something that we see on the show? Actually, I do go to every practice because she's so tired by the time she's done dancing four or five hours at night, every night, that I drive her home. Um, Just because I was so terrible if something happened to her coming home because it's such a long drive. Especially in that snow. There's so much drama in the mezzanine, you know, where they film on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, in real life, there's always so much drama there. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, that scene, that, that scene that I actually yelled at Leslie, that was the hugest fight for, like, weeks in our studio. Oh, my gosh. so funny. I wish I would Well, have you there. sound like an incredible mom, and thank you so much for both of you calling oh, in. Fun. 
Um, if you're ever in the LA area while the show's still on, by all means, the invitation is open for you guys to come by the studio. So, so we'll see you next week. <laughs> so we'll see you soon. Best of luck in your in your dance journey. Thank you so much. Have a good Thank night, you. ladies. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That was great. I love that. Yes. An hour. Whenever we have surprise callers, I just I love it. Um, but yeah, an hour every single day. That's dedication. It's through the snow. It's cold out, out there. It's like negative 15. What's the longest commute you guys ever had for for a dance teacher? I mean, my mom owns the studio I grew up at, so oh. I kind of live there. But uh, I we had a couple kids that traveled over an hour to come to us, too. Um, so I, I get it's difficult. A lot of times, especially those kids, you know, tend to be really good ones, too. That's yeah. why they're coming from so far away, because they want to get better. So... You know, sometimes they have rehearsal or class at three or four o'clock. Some, a lot of times they leave school early just to get there on time. Yeah. You know, because it's sure. such a big commute. So it is a, it's a big. Uh, just homework along the way. Pretty much, yeah. You're studying in the car. You don't <laughs> so get did home you get preferential treatment being, you know, no, boy? no, no, no. no. <laughs> we got it rougher because you're expected. Your expectations are a little bit higher, you know. So, but my mom was always really cool. I was, I always enjoyed dancing, but it was never my thing until. A few years later, when I, as I got older and matured into it more. Interesting. So, my my mom was a dance mom too. So my brothers grew up and they were forced into doing the jazz and the ballet and the tap. But it was the kind nice. of thing where like they would hide it in the back of their like their backpacks and stuff. They didn't want anyone to see. And then as soon as they were 15, 16 year olds, they're like, "Sorry, mom, <laughs> we're done. We're uh, not doing this anymore." So growing up for me, we had a, I had a lot of like good male role models ahead of me as dancers in our studio. We had a lot of boys. So I had a lot of people that, to look up to, and my mom and my aunt who run the studio. And that's who you are now, too. Yeah, and they never they never made us, like, it was always cool to dance. It was never like, oh, you have to wear tights and a leotard and, you know, that kind of thing. It was it was very masculine. It was, so it didn't make us feel, you know, there's so much bullying going on today as for male dancers and stuff. Like, I never really dealt with that. I did for a very small period of time, but then my friends were like, oh, that's really cool. And then it becomes supportive. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, wait, yeah. you're on Half Naked Girls all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty so, much. It, you know, I don't get how, how prevalent it is as bullying now. It's, it's really unfortunate, but growing up dancing was really cool for me. It was a very mas- awesome. masculine thing. I comes love from, it. He comes from a family of, what, 76 years of dance in the family? 70, wow. 79. We're going on 80 next year. Wow. Continuing the legacy. Well, let's talk That's about nice. the, the girls at hand now. Yes. Some that have a little bit more of a dramatic experience in the studio than than perhaps we did. So, <laughs> um, so the moms are, you know, seemingly being very fake about the whole assignment thing. Here's Melissa, who's overly joyed. Overly excited, overly joined. I made that up word up, but she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. She gets a duet. It's amazing. <laughs> I feel okay. just every, everything's always so forced with her. Like it's not sincere. Right, and then she's going. And then all the ladies are going through Abby's garage. Which first of all, I have to point out <laughs> one oh thing. My we talked last <laughs> week about how the here the moms party. show up so entitled. They don't want to do chores. They don't want to help Abby with anything. And it's like, hold on a second, dance moms. Abby has always given you chores. She has always given you assignments. Always. And this is no exception. So, even I mean, if it's costumes, if it's hair pieces, I think going that's through hilarious. Abby's garage <laughs> with mice I've, poop and dead mice, <laughs> Holly's reaction was priceless. She was amazing. And then here's Melissa, who um, I don't know who said a it, but student. cleaning up the junk or kissing Abby's ass. I don't know what's worse. She was so into it. <laughs> I yeah. So, so crazy. Can't help it. But 
Can you blame her? Do you think Melissa was really just trying to get Maddie a solo? Did she even have a chance at perhaps winning Maddie a solo for this week? You know, she probably was thinking about next the next week. I don't know. I just watched that scene. I just thought of American Pixar, Pickers meets Dance Moms. What? American Pickers. Have you watched that show on History Channel? Um, American Pickers. They like go through like people's houses. And do we have an AfterBuzz TV show for that? <laughs> no, we do not. But I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Marissa. I am not fibbing. No, but it seemed like Jill couldn't let it go throughout the whole uh, throughout the whole episode. Though it seems like she would constantly try to go behind someone else's back to get another inside scoop. Like, you know, she sat and talked in the parking lot with uh, with Christy and Holly for... Well, Melissa was acting a little strange. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jill is that type of a person. She always wants to know what's going on. She wants to be in the know. Yeah, well, she and always wants her Kendall to have another opportunity. Right. So, well, he, so here's the opportunity. Here's the opportunity. She gets the duet. But what I think is interesting is, you know, yeah, I do think Jill can stir the pot a lot. But in this situation, she wasn't even trying to really get intel on Melissa. She was going up to Abby and just simply saying, hey, you know what? Do you want to maybe not refer to my daughter's duet as a downgrade for somebody else? Like, yeah, yeah I get that Maddie's really good, but my daughter's working really hard. This is an upgrade for her. That downgrade word is Abby so Abby was the one that word vomited the, well, Melissa doesn't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, especially for an 11-year-old. I know. Ugh. That's so demeaning. And then that's when she went to her friend and said, is Melissa really actually upset about this? Because she doesn't want her daughter to be, you know, spoken. Yeah. I don't know. What did you guys think about that situation? Nick? I mean, I I thought it was a little over-dramatized. I didn't think it needed to... I feel like Abby kind of forced that situation to become what it was versus it just kind of playing out on its own. Just by the part where she was in... Uh, in the store and she just said that little like sentence and it just totally set off the the mom yeah exactly yeah I just feel like Melissa's so in her head right now like this season she's not herself I feel like ever since the Lucias came into the picture she got very guarded she's got those eyes did you guys see those eyes those crazy eyes people out there where she just gets like but then it's kind of a lot more for her though because now she's got Mackenzie growing up and Mackenzie's actually looking really good yeah she could be just as good as as Maddie if not better so it's like she kind of has a double whammy going on I don't know. It's What did you guys think about Abby calling Melissa out in the dressing room before the group dance? Oof. I mean, I don't think... And Melissa's like, I don't Abby, think, I put so much into the studio. I don't think anybody could be ready for her. I mean, no. coming out like that. Was she throwing her under the bus? The selective memory thing? Oh, that was... <laughs> that Bringing was, up the divorce? You know, in some in some ways, I feel like she's raising the mothers just as much as she's raising <laughs> yeah. the dancers still completely you know but and but somehow the mothers like it they love it <laughs> is abby addictive addicting uh, not she, in a good way <laughs> i mean she's got two shows on the air this i mean throughout true. the year she's do you, doing a good job do you ever feel like the moms are living vicariously through their kids or do you think that they really truly just want the best for their kids I think it's a little of both. I think every parent wants to see their kids succeed and do well, and that kind of makes them feel fulfilled as a parent at the same time, you know, as the kid actually doing it on their own as well. So, you know, I just uh, I see a lot of kids get uh, 
or a, l- a lot of kids' parents get reprimanded um, by other parents that they, you know, because they take their kids out of school, they want them to have professional lives and all this stuff, and they get all this hate on them. You know, especially Jack and, Jacqueline Lucia and, like, a Melissa Ziegler. Yeah, she's homeschooled. Yeah, absolutely. But nobody ever looks back to, like, the Drew Barrymores of our time. Like, she didn't go to school. You know what I mean? There's these, like, little girls like Sophia Lucia's, they grow up, and when they're about 12, they go into stardom. They start in film. They they cross over at a very Drew early Barrymore age. Drew Barrymore also went to rehab at, like, 13. <laughs> you all, yeah, okay, well, bad example, but you <laughs> my, get what My I'm facts saying. are probably off on that, but I'm okay, just saying. Okay, well, okay, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster's been, in, been acting since she was three years mm-hmm. old. There's a select few, and she just got what? What award did she just get? She the got the lifetime. Achievement. lifetime yeah. achievement. Yeah. Golden Globes. Cecile B. Yeah. And she came out. Good for yeah. you. Beautiful, beautiful. Fabulous, fabulous. Um. Well, okay. Let's let's talk about the competition then, and and see if the hard work paid off or if the fighting got in the way. Yes. Um. You know, Abby always says, "Dance like you've never danced before." <laughs> yes. Everyone is replaceable. What did we think about Mackenzie's solo, "The Little Lemonade"? The big headpiece. I thought she was great. I love. She's adorable. Cute little bow on her back. Little lemonade. (laughs) Lemonade. I love the little lemons on her headpiece. Little jewels. I just think she's so cute, and I just feel like she's growing so much. Like Kendall as well. I completely agree with you. I thought she had great feet, lots of improvements, a few bent legs here and there, but she got all of her tricks. Her little round off back tuck. Yeah, she had a nice back tag, really good the head on that. The headpiece stayed on. She was facing upstage a little bit too much for me, but... I'd love to look at the tush. She <laughs> came back. I can say that because I'm a girl. She came back. <laughs> if, if a grown man said that about a little girl, different different thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Paige is solo, her first of the season. Um, After having a boot on her leg for a long time. A little bit, of sh- little bit shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, knees are all over the place. You know, arms I, are all over the place. Arms are all over the place. But and, and looking at her this week, I can see what Abby, why Abby is so on her, because she can be great. Right. You know, she's not like her sister Brooke. She has a little bit more focus than Brooke. I feel, and she could be really sensational. Um, so you know, and if you notice that after you know she performed her solo and after she did the group piece. Her mom still was not happy. Her mom was still not fulfilled. I don't think she ever will be. With Abby or with her daughter? With Abby. Because she... she. Even though she admitted, was she perfect? No, nobody's perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you guys think, you know, I'm sure you've been judges in different situations, choreographers, you've worked with people that are well-known and people that aren't very well-known. At this point, these girls are going to competitions where they have fans screaming and lined up for them watching them there to greet them at the door the judges you know undoubtedly know who these girls are or at least they know of the show or at least they know of abby lee do you think that they get any sort of preferential treatment in terms of judging or even more criticism i think it's more criticism because they have that pressure to stand up for it like you're in the spotlight they're expecting you to be that good because you're in the spotlight so you kind of have to live up to that I was a judge for actually the very first episode of Dance Moms at West Coast Dance Explosion in Phoenix. Um, And automatically the pressure was on. You know, there's a film crew following these kids. We're we're looking for every little thing. So absolutely. Um, I feel like they don't get uh, preferential treatment, but they get a little bit uh, of a harder eye. Yeah, tough love. 
And they still do well, I guess. They really do. That duet, Sugar and Spice, we already talked a little bit about Sugar that. Sugar and Spice Ooh, I everything loved it. nice. It was everything nice. I loved Good. it. I liked it, too. They looked great together. I was so impressed. They were so in sync, even during the Fuerte turns, during um, some little flips on the floor. and Yep. I thought it was really, really wonderful. I think Kendall has improved significantly. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate that the group number following that was not as wonderful as... Yes, the voyage home was definitely a voyage in the wrong direction. Yeah. (laughs) Like, take me back to where I came from because I forgot my two legs. Well, and Abby spent so much time talking to them about the emotion. The emotion was there. The moves? I don't know what happened. You know, I think maybe all the girls were, like, ready for Sophia to show up and really weren't expecting to dance, you know, with the the original cast. That's right. Sophia ended up not... Did she know the choreography? Like, how... She wasn't even there. Are they just going to, like, throw her on and say, okay, improv in the center? (laughs) I don't know. Do we think this is planned, people? Is this something that they knew all along Sophia wasn't going to be there? Because even her text, she wasn't like, oh, I'm so sorry, I can't make it. She goes, just landed in L.A., like, good luck today, thinking of you guys, or something something along those lines. Ah, And they were like, oh, so she's not coming? And it was like, Abby was like, huh. Hard to say. Uh, Mackenzie learned her spot, so she could have taught it to her. I don't know. Um, in real life, there are swings that they will learn your spot and you will learn uh, your part before you go on. So, who knows? Abby's but I thought they were phenomenal together. I thought they did so good. Um, they definitely deserved that first place that they got. They were not phenomenal, and they were lucky to get that first place. Are you still talking about the duo? No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm still talking about the duo. No, we're talking about duo. the group. Group piece. Oh, group piece. <laughs> Which, yes, the voyage, you, not home. The now voyage. that you mentioned the Prince of Egypt, I want to be like, let my people go. <laughs> <laughs> let my people go. Marissa, please. <laughs> no, seriously, let them go. <laughs> well, Mackenzie did get first place, which we were so proud of. She looked so cute. She was so happy. She's the, just the most adorable little button in the world. Paige got third. Not surprising, if anything, a little lucky, because that's third overall. It's not just third in our category. Yeah, right. yeah. The duet got first, which I thought was very well-deserved. Very well-deserved. The group, I don't know how they got first place, but I want to talk a little bit about the drama surrounding the group, because previously, Jill and Abby were going at it in the dressing room. Kendall starts crying, and then afterwards, Abby calls up Kendall, saying, you're the one that was off. You're the reason why, blah, blah. And it's like, hello, we still got first place, so you're the reason why, what? Yeah, it was like, you know... There was, uh, I, there's so much pressure. This I feel like Jill was just searching and searching throughout this whole episode. Yes, that she started to stress out Kendall. Kendall at some point was just like, "Mom, can you please stop?" Like I know she said you're stressing me out. She, yeah, yeah, blatantly. You know, you, there's got to be that fine line to know when to give your kids a little bit of time. Like you know, I I can understand her not wanting Abby to fluster okay, her daughter. I can oh, understand her so not wanting Abby to fluster her daughter before she goes on stage, but she's actually flustering her daughter a little bit more than a Abby A little was. bit more, completely. Just saying. Hold on, I really love this move where they, like, maybe not. I might be wrong. <laughs> but they come out of something, and then they all of a sudden prep for a turn, and then they start doing their fuetes, which I was just, there it is. No, maybe not. Never mind, just kidding, I lied. They're so adorable. They're so cute, and they're so in sync. I was so proud. There it is. Look. Buh. Buh. A little bit more foot right bah. there, Kendall. But Please. still, four corners all the way around. That's hard. Okay. Let's have a little news and gossip, shall we? No. Yes. After Buzz TV News. So this is going to be quick, 
quick, quick. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just want to talk to Nick a little bit and ask him about his experience on Dance Moms. Tell us what allowed you to be a part of the show. What should we expect to see from you that you could tell us about in the upcoming episode? Is it the next week that you're going to be on? I actually I don't know when it's airing. I was okay. originally told sometime in February. Okay, so, so not yet. So you'll be back. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ricky recommended me for the job. Actually, um, me and Ricky got to work on a project together. Actually, about a year ago already. Yep, it's crazy. Yep. Um, but yeah, I got to work with uh, Kathy Stein and her students in at Candy Apples in Ohio. Um, and it was a. Uh, what did you do? Solo, duo, group piece. I did. I did a small group piece. Okay. Um, well, we, we, we got a little preview earlier on that Kathy gave her students a little bit of a makeover. She By did. By makeover, I mean, you know, she cast some new students. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they're pretty talented, mm-hmm. I will say. Thinking um, ahead, thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was I was very happy with it. It's, uh, it's definitely different from, I think, what a lot of the kids that I worked with have done before. Mm-hmm. Um we had a lot of different styles going on so it was interesting to see how we could put them all together and dance as a unit as well as individually within the piece mm-hmm. so it was it was a uh, tricky to, tr- to try to figure it out and piece it together at first but once it came together it, i was i was very happy with it so um very cool is kathy as crazy in person as she looks on camera she has her moments for <laughs> sure but um my experience with her was actually pretty good, so I, I enjoyed working with her. You you work with her again? Yeah, she actually asked me to come out for her summer intensive. Oh, good! Oh, so, wow! Go. Okay. Yeah, so. Did you did you get a chance to work with Justice? Uh, no, I didn't. Really? Yeah, I don't really know the drama with that. He was supposed to be in it. Well, last season come. on Dance Moms, we did get a tweet from Justice's mom saying that he was no longer a candy apple. But we didn't know whether that was something that happened a while ago, if it was recent. So, I guess... I mean, his Justin. name was still floating around, so I don't think he's not there anymore. Yeah. But he wasn't a part of what I got to do. Gotcha. Okay. So, but he was originally said he was going to be. Okay. So, I found out last minute he wasn't. Oh, okay. Kathy mentions a little something. I believe it was on the first or second episode of the season, saying... What if I put together a group of just boys? Oh, can you tell us anything about that? I can, actually. So we all remember Zachary Torres, right? I know Zach. From Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. I love Zach. I love you, Zach. He just assisted <laughs> me in Phoenix for iHollywood, and he is with Kathy. <gasps> Breaking! After Buzz TV exclusive! Oh! TV exclusive! Did he tell you that? He did. So then is it an, is it an all-boys thing? He can't answer that, but you probably can. Um, there is there is a piece coming up that has something to do with all-boys or choreographed by all-boys. Something in there. I can't exactly say, but I do know that Zachary is confirmed and is a, an upcoming guest on Kathy's Candy Apples. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hashtag penis points. <laughs> okay, well, that is all for today. Thank you so much for joining our Dance Moms recap on AfterBuzz TV. Guys, thank you so much for being here. If you want to tell us where our viewers can find you, Nick, we'll start with you. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's Nick underscore Anthony 22. I also have a Facebook under Nick Anthony. Um, yeah. 
we'll, we'll be looking out. out for What's you. Your phone Hopefully, you'll be back in the studio when your <laughs> when your episode airs. So you'll have to keep us posted on that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to come back. Ricky? Uh, you can catch me all across the board. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even my website at Ricky Palomino. Just uh, from my website at the dot com. So, Ooh. Ricky Palomino. I have a and website coming soon as well. Actually. Oh, coming soon. I'm working on it. So hopefully by the time you're back, you'll be able to plug hopefully, it. Hopefully, yes. And me as well. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, dot com. Giselle Ugardi, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, on iTunes. Like us, rate us, give us Do five it now. stars, please. Do it now. We will give you a gold star. <laughs> and love. Salute you. <laughs> thank you so much to everyone who tweeted, who called, or who called. If you did through, like we still love you, even if you didn't get through. I can't speak right now because I'm so excited. Um, Marissa, thank you so much for uh, holding thank it you, down. Thank you, Marissa. Woo! Of course. We will see you at the same time next week. Stance Moms at AfterBuzz TV, 10 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays. See you later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.